the 155 podcast is back. Hamilton will go to the polls on September 20th in the federal election. Between now and then, we're hoping to speak with many of the candidates. Our first interview is with NDP candidate Malcolm Allen, who is running in Hamilton Mountain. Note that this interview was recorded 10 days prior to the start of the election. Welcome to the 155 Podcast. I'm sitting today with Malcolm Allen, who is running for the NDP here on Hamilton Mountain. We are on a patio here in beautiful Concession Street. The background noise you can hear is some passing traffic. And Malcolm, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. You're right about the background noise. And the interesting thing about that is folks are actually getting back out on the street, which is a good thing to see, especially for the businesses here on Concession Street. It really has grown into a beautiful food district in the last couple of years. First time I've been up here in a while, and I'm thinking, wow, I got to come up here more often. The first question I have, and I think everybody does, is who is Malcolm Allen? Malcolm Allen is a, uh, a Scotsman by birth. I grew up in Glasgow in a working-class neighborhood. Came here as, as a kid. I was 10 when I came here. My father came to build ships, initially in Collingwood and then St. Catharines. I studied history and political science at university here locally in Ontario and at the University of Alberta. I'm an industrial electrician by trade, spent 30-some-odd years at GM in St. Catharines. was an elected union official for about 20 years, full-time, representing trades workers, eight years as the financial officer. So I have a lot of experience advocating on behalf of workers when it comes to EI and comp and a number of insurance issues. Um, I was a municipal councillor for a period of time, almost five years. And I was the MP for what was Welland, then became Niagara Centre, which is basically Port Colborne, Welland, Thorold, Waynefleet at that time, and part of the south part of St. Catharines, for seven years, where I was the ag critic in the official opposition in the big win in 2011 under Jack Layton. Fortunately, Jack, as many of us know, suddenly died just after that election. And, of course, Tom Mulcair was the leader after that, and that election. And, and, and in 2015, an liberal sweep was swept away. So... That's kind of some of the stuff I've been doing and then some of the things that I've been involved in over the years. Presently still on the board of directors of a housing corporation called Gateway, which is in the Niagara Peninsula. It has a number of places that they use for, basically it's for hard to house folks. And I've been on that for a number of years now, doing a great job in making sure that folks actually have a place to live. And why are you running for MP here in the Hamilton Mountain Riding? This riding is very similar to where I live, and I don't live in Welland anymore. I did have a place in Welland. I sold it a while ago. And so I, I decided I wanted to get back into politics. And, and I made a decision that, you know, when I was looking that uh, Hamilton Mountain was a favorable place in the sense of it was like where I came from before. Very much sort of working class neighborhoods. Folks have worked hard. A lot of retirees, a lot of steel workers. I have a lot of friends up here. And so it kind of seemed like a natural fit. And I've got a place here now, and I intend to go forward to make this the place that I live. I understand people asking that question, you know, in the sense of, well, you don't live here. Well, I do live here now. I have a place here now. And eventually I will be here all of the time in the sense of I will sell my other property that I, it's the family home out in Fenwick, and then and come here full time And as far as actually residing in Hamilton, or at least on the mountain. Well, you have taken the next question that I was going to ask, so I'll rephrase it slightly, which is you're being labeled a parachute candidate by some people. You come to my door and I say to you, well, I've heard you're a parachute candidate. How do you respond to that? 
Well, that's a political term, right? I mean, it, it's bandied about usually by your opponents, but it really is about working on behalf of folks that you represent. I mean, and I've done that for the best part of 30 years, whether it be in the political level or be at the union level. I have lots of experience doing that. And it's about working on behalf of those folks you represent. So when I come to your door and you say, well, here you're a parachute candidate, all I can tell folks is I'm going to be working on behalf of you. I'm not working on behalf of anyone else. I'm working on behalf of the folks in Hamilton Mountain. That's what they deserve, and that's what I intend to provide. And let's turn to some issues. I want to ask you, what would you say are two key issues locally that you're running on? Well, certainly affordability, which takes on kind of two parts, if you will. One is affordability to find a place. I know that firsthand. As someone over the last little while who, you know, last number of months during the summer was looking for a place and I found one. So I know all about the issues of affordability firsthand. That's critical for folks. And when you look at, especially in the rental market, folks are being priced right out of the market. Folks are being evicted for no reason other than folks actually want to boost the rents up or gentrify some areas. As they say, put some lipstick on perhaps something and charge more. And so it really has been very difficult for folks. Affordability in housing is really, really hard for a lot of folks. And affordability in general, people's wages have not kept up. We've seen how they've fallen behind. Part of that is if you look across Hamilton and you look across Ontario, the demanufacturing that's happened over a longer period of time, good paying jobs has went away. We need them to come back. We need to make this a place where Folks can get a decent job, something with benefits, hopefully with a pension, hopefully unionized, and eventually can raise a family and stay in the place that perhaps they grew up in, perhaps they moved to because they want, like I, want to come here, but want to have the choice and aren't driven away because they can't afford to live here. And so those are the two big pieces I see here. It's across the country, to be honest, but here right on the mountain itself, folks I've spoken to so far, many of them have said, you know, I got to think about maybe I can't stay here anymore because I can't afford it. And that's upsetting because in some cases they've been here all their life and they don't want to go. They actually want to stay. And so we need to find a way to, to make sure that, that that can happen. So let's dive a little deeper on those issues. You mentioned rentals, for example, and rental regulations are at a provincial level. So I'm curious, what role do you see for the federal government in addressing rental affordability? It's about putting stock on the market in affordable units. I mean, the feds got out of the rental and housing market a long time ago and have just sort of started to creep back in with their 10-year plan. We can't wait for a 10-year plan. The crisis is here and it's now. It's been happening for a while. It's recognizable to anyone who's looking. Lots of agencies are talking about it right here in Hamilton. Folks are, you know, the ACORN group we spoke to the other day. The other folks are advocating on behalf of folks who are looking to rent and affordability. Social agencies are decrying the fact that they've got folks who basically don't have places to live. And so the feds need to step up now. The money needs to come faster. Units need to come on the market sooner. They need to be affordable units. That helps put pressure on landlords not driving their rents up when there's other units available to folks to actually take an affordable level. So that's where the feds can actually make a major impact in the rental market. What would you say are two national issues that are key that you're running on? Well, healthcare is always the big one. 
And healthcare breaks into a number of components. I mean, clearly we've been pushing for pharmacare for all. Unfortunately, it gets passed. You know, the motion passes in the House, and then nothing happens. I mean, the Liberal government hired Dr. Hoskins, who was the Minister of Health here in this province under the Liberal government provincially. The federal government, the federal Liberals hire him to do a study. He does a study recommending farmer care, and they ignore it. And it's clear many folks no longer have that kind of, don't have that protection that they maybe once had with their employer. Farmer care usually comes with an employer benefit. Many employers are no longer offering it. Many employers that folks work for no longer employ them because they've laid them off. And so that's a huge issue for folks and a huge issue for us going forward. And that is a federal issue. Yes, we'll need to negotiate it. The province will implement it. But the feds will fund it. As many programs the federal government does, we don't necessarily run them. But what we do is we fund them. But we can't fund them temporarily. We can't dangle a carrot and say, well, we'll do it for a couple of years. It has to be that folks understand long term. The other funding issue clearly is the Canada Health Act. It started out as a 50-50 proposition. It's no longer 50-50. The feds under Paul Martin's regime in the 90s gutted the federal transfers for health care. And that's why we see the issues we see in this province specifically here on the mountain um, where you can't get the services that you deserve because the funding was never there. Spoke to a young nurse the other night on the doorstep. She works down in the city talking about understaffing. She said, it's not about the work. I love it. She said, it's about the fact that, you know, we're run off our feet because there's not enough staff. The reason there isn't enough staff is because of underfunding. The feds need to get back in the game. We've talked about it as a party that we will make sure the appropriate funding is there. And so we go forward. And we will make sure that PharmaCare is a national program across this country. Malcolm, what would you say are three words that best describe you? So humility, honesty, and integrity are, are three words that I think describe myself, especially someone who's been in public service for, oh, the best part of 25, almost 30 years. In my union as a full-time rep, and obviously as a municipal representative and as a federal MP. And it really is about making sure that when you say things to folks that they believe what you're going to say. And the only way that they'll believe you is you you have integrity and you are honest. And humility comes from the fact you have to listen to folks. You don't have all the best ideas. Quite often, they have much better ideas than you. You have to be prepared to listen. Listening is hard sometimes. And you have to work hard at that to make sure you're listening to the folks that are out there. The last question is, you're at my door and I ask you, why should I vote for you? What's the answer? I think it's twofold. One is, New Democrats are actually working on behalf of you. Kind of a bit of a slogan, right? We're working for you. Well, that's true. I've done it in the past. Did it then. Can do it now. Have the experience. So on day one, after the election, I'm hitting the ground running knowing what I'm doing. There is a steep learning curve to it. I know that from 2008 from my first election when I was first elected. But I don't have that learning curve. I'm the person who's actually going to continue the legacy here in Hamilton Mountain, Chris Charlton and Scott Duvall, and working hard to represent the good folks of the mountain because that's what I'm really all about is advocacy and working hard on behalf of regular constituents right across the, right across the mountain. Thank you for your time today. I very much enjoy it. Best of luck during the campaign, and hopefully we'll get back to you before Election Day for a follow-up. And I appreciate that. Thank you for your time, and it, uh, it was enjoyable being on the podcast. Thank you.